Hey there, this is Pastor Corey, and welcome to the Branch Life Podcast. After you're done listening, I invite you to connect with us at branchlife.church to make sure you're up to date with everything going on at Branch Life. Want to share what you heard today? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and share this video with someone you want to encourage. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope that this presentation helps you connect with Christ and challenges you to reach those around you with the good news of Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome to the first part of our new Daniel series. We're talking about faith in uncertain times. Man, when you hit uncertain times, there's a a couple of things that happen. You have the opportunity to do one of two things. One, lean into your faith, make it deeper and stronger. Or two, lean away from your faith. It's a natural reaction in hard times, in uncertain times, like the times we're living in. To think to yourself, man, does God even care? Does he care about me? Does he care about my family? Does he care about this world? And so it becomes easy to start to push God away. But the other option is to lean in deeper to your faith with God. To trust and rest and rely in him. During this Daniel series, over the course of the next seven or eight weeks, we're going to talk about one reason you should deepen your faith during uncertain times and how faith can be one of the most important aspects, one of the most important characteristics of your life as you travel through these days that we're living in right now. We're going to learn about faith. We're going to learn about the power of faith. We're going to talk about why faith is so important and how to lean into it through the life of Daniel. You know, Daniel is an Old Testament character. He's talked about in the Bible. You may have heard of him before. You may not. But as we travel through this series, we're going to watch through the life of Daniel how faith matters and how it makes a difference. Daniel went through very uncertain and hard times. And Daniel's story is a powerful, powerful story. And yes, it includes lions. So when we get to the end of the series, we're going to talk about Daniel and the lions. And that may be something that rings a bell in some of your memories. So if this is a new conversation for you, if you've never been a part of the life of Daniel before, uh, we're excited to present his life to you and to learn and grow together from it. And if you have heard of Daniel before, maybe you've read the book of Daniel in the past or you've been a part of a church setting where you've talked about Daniel, this will be some great reminders, some great refreshers. Uh, to impact your life today, to remind you of a character who leaned into faith during uncertain times. So every week as we go through one reason to lean into faith, as we give you one truth, one principle, we hope that that principle will help you through this week that we're facing, through the trials that you have on this day, that it'll be an encouragement to you and that it'll strengthen you. So we're going to start at the very beginning. If you have your Bibles, will you go with me to Daniel chapter 1? Daniel chapter 1. Now Daniel is is kind of right in the middle of the Bible, a little bit past Psalms, but before you get to the New Testament, Daniel's a major prophet. So if you find the book of Daniel, we'd love you to join us in Daniel chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Now, for those of you who are watching through branchlife.church slash live, the Bible is available to you right online on this platform. We want to encourage you guys to interact as we 
gather together virtually every week. You can request prayer. You can follow along uh, through the Bible readings right with us online, and you can interact and visit with other friends that might be with you. And man, if this is an encouragement to you, we would love if you would take a moment to share it, to like, to pass, to give us some comments along the way, and to let other people know that they're welcome to join us in this conversation. So let's dive in to today's truth that we believe is going to help you lean into faith during uncertain times. In Daniel chapter 1, starting in verse 1, we see the uncertainty that marked Daniel's life. In Daniel chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. I just want a few points for making it through the first verse and all of those weird names. We got a couple more ahead. Verse 2, And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hand of King Nebuchadnezzar with some of the vessels of the house of God, and he, the king Nebuchadnezzar, brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and he placed the vessels in the treasury of his God. Then the king commanded his chief eunuch to bring some of the people of Israel, both of the royal family and of nobility, youths without blemish and good appearance, skillful in wisdom and knowledge and understanding, uh, learning and competent to stand in the king's palace, He wanted to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. The king assigned them a daily portion of food, the same food that the king ate and the same wine that the king drank. And they were educated for three years. At the end of the time, they were to stand before the king. Among these were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah from the tribe of Judah. And the chief of the eunuchs gave them new names. Daniel he called Belteshazzar. Hananiah he called Shadrach. Mishael he called Meshach. And Ariziah, uh, he called Abednego. So this is the uncertainty that marked Daniel. We're traveling through some uncertain times right now. There's, there is questions about tomorrow. There's questions about next week and next year. One of the biggest questions in our household is, will there be camp this summer? Man, my daughter is just so excited about going to camp. And frankly, I'm excited about sending my kids to camp. I think all of us that have become homeschool parents are looking forward to the day that we can tell the kids to get out, just to get out and to go away. And wouldn't sending them to camp be great? But we have no idea if that's possible. Are we going to be able to take summer vacations? What's going to happen in the fall of next year? We are really in a season where we're taking it day by day by day. Some days, hour by hour. In Daniel's life, his uncertainty was a little bit different than ours. You see, Daniel was a young youth. He was just a teenager living his normal life, just like all of us were a few years back, a few months back. He was playing his video games. He was eating out at McDonald's. He was hanging out with his friends. But his life was drastically changed when their kingdom, when their nation was attacked and overthrown by another king. And Daniel and some of his friends were literally prisoners of war. They were carried away from their homes, away from their families, away from their friends, their pet dogs, their cats, and their turtles. And they were taken into a new place. In the verses that we read, we even found out that they were given new names. That the names that they have had for their entire lives were taken away. You see, Daniel and his friends, as young adults, found themselves in a 
an incredibly difficult, uncertain time. So how did they react? You know, they had the option to lean into their faith and their belief in God or lean away from their faith in God. They could have easily said, God, you don't care about me. You don't love me. Uh, You've taken my life away. I've been captured by the enemy. Where are you, God? That could have easily been their reaction. And for some of those youths that were taken uh, captive and taken prisoner, I'm sure they had those same thoughts. But not Daniel. Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they leaned into faith. So in the midst of uncertain times, I think it's powerful. And it's an incredible example for us to see what was in their hearts, what was in their minds, and how did they react? How did they have faith in uncertain times? Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 becomes the cornerstone of this entire story. In Daniel chapter 1 and verse 8, we are given a picture window into the heart of this young man going through one of the hardest, most difficult things you could ever go to. The loss of everything he ever known, everything being new and uncertainty about the future. Here's what chapter 1 and verse 8 says, but Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief to allow him to not defile himself. And God gave Daniel favor. Now, there's a lot that we could go into detail-wise here, and we just aren't, for sake of time, going to be expl- explain all the dynamics of this. I actually, if you would like to dig deeper into Daniel with me, during this entire series on Wednesday night, we're going to have a class on the book of Daniel. I'm going to invite you to join me through uh, social media. We're going to get the information out there. We'll link you to this stuff. We'll let you know how you can participate and dig deeper into Daniel. But I'll just say this right now for today about Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. Daniel had a decision to make. Was he going to go with the opportunity that was presented in front of him and do things that he knew God did not want him to do? Or was he going to decide to trust God, even though it was uncertain, to trust God, even though it was hard, to trust God, even though his parents weren't watching over his shoulder? In Daniel chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, Daniel resolved to follow God. Daniel made up his mind, he sealed in his heart that he was going to follow God. That's what chapter 8 tells us. In other words, Daniel said, I'm going to lean into faith. I'm going to strengthen and deepen my faith. I'm going to trust God more than myself. I'm going to trust God more than this king that just captured me. I'm going to trust God more than anything else that was around him. Daniel said, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. So Daniel along with his friends, he spread the news about his faith and he encouraged his friends to do the same thing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided that they would seek permission. They respected the authority around them and they had the opportunity to honor God with the choices that they make. And I want to show you what happened in this time period, in this test. In verse 17 of chapter 1, it says this, As for these four youths, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God gave them 
learning and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. We're going to see that later in this book. And at the end of the time when the king had commanded that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them to the king and the king spoke with them. And among all of the youths in the land, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they stood before the king in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired. And he found them ten times better than all the magicians, than all the enchanters, and all that were in his kingdom. And Daniel was there until the first year of King Cyrus. So Daniel decided that he was going to honor God. And when Daniel decided to honor God, God took care of tomorrow. So what's the principle? What's the thing that we can hold on to this week? What can we take with us? And what can we decide to do because we have faith in God? I just want to simply say it this way for you guys. If you don't know about tomorrow, if your day is uncertain, when we do what's right today, God takes care of tomorrow. That's the principle from this first story in Daniel. When we do what's right today, God takes care of tomorrow. Because we are standing in a time where we don't know what tomorrow brings, because we're standing in a moment where, where everything changes with every newscast and every report, with every decision by every leader and governor, we have no control over tomorrow. So what do you do? You do what's right today. You make the decision. You seal it in your heart and your mind to do what's right today. And when you honor God with today, the principle is that God takes care of tomorrow. Later on in the New Testament, when, God's, uh, uh, when Jesus is teaching and he teaches his disciples and he teaches his followers some other truths, one of the truths that he brings up is, is what, can we, what benefit is it for us to worry about tomorrow? What can we gain by worrying about what's going to be happening down the road? Nothing. As a matter of fact, worry and anxiety just pull us down. When you lean into faith, when you resolve in your mind to follow God, you demonstrate that you are trusting in God above all else. That you know that God is in control. That God is the kingmaker. He's the one who sets up nations. He's the one that lifts up households and people. God is the one who we want to rest in. God is the one who is in control. And when we remind ourselves of that truth, we are then able to make decisions today to honor God and to do what's right. You have opportunities around you today. You will have opportunities around you this week to either choose to honor God and do what's right or to choose to take the easy path, to choose to fall apart, to choose to lean in to a lack of faith. What I want to encourage you this week is to lean in to your faith in God and then watch God take care of tomorrow. You see, when I choose to do what's right today, that means I'm trusting God with tomorrow. And who would you rather trust with tomorrow than the God of the universe? The key word in Daniel chapter one that I want to encourage you with as we close our, th our time together today 
is the word resolve. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 says that he resolved in his heart to follow God. Resolve simply means to make up one's mind. To resolve simply means to decide. I'm going to have resolve. And in this moment, I want you to have resolve in your faith in God. I want you to make up your mind that today I will do what's right. That I will follow God. That I will honor God with my choices. That I will not be overwhelmed by worry and stress and fret. But I will let joy and peace and hope reign in my life today. Because today I can decide to do what's right. Today I can resolve that today I can make up my mind. So there's really three categories of ways that we, you may need to resolve to follow God today. And we'll simply state them this way. You might be listening today and you might need to find faith. If today you need to find faith, I want to encourage you to run to God and to begin a relationship with the God of the universe. You see, God loves each and every one of us. God loves us so much that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not die, but have everlasting life. And if you're concerned about tomorrow, if you're concerned about what's going to happen in the next day, in the next year, if you're going to concern what's going to happen after this life, you need to find faith. God has made it possible for us to have our eternities in, with him in heaven. Now, how do we do that? How do we find faith? You simply lean into a relationship with God. You make a decision. You resolve in your heart. You make up your mind to become a follower of Jesus. And you can do that today in the quietness of this moment, whether you're watching with us live or whether you're watching a rebroadcast, you can begin a relationship with God and you can honor God with your, with your life the best that you can and see him take care of every single tomorrow. I'm not promising that a life with God is easy. There are hard and troubled days for all of us, but God promises that he will work things together for good to those that love him. So I want to invite those of you that have walked away from faith in God. Maybe you've, maybe you've had a faith in God, but during this crisis, you've been wrestling, you've been struggling, and you haven't leaned into your faith with God. I want to invite you back to find faith with God. Even now in this moment, you can link, uh, you can click on a link that's being posted on your platforms, and it simply is a, a link to our gospel page, and it tells you how you can become a follower of God. You have an opportunity to have some questions asked. You can read some videos. You can watch a video, read some information there, and also let us know that you've decided to make this decision. You know, today, if you can decide to become a follower of Jesus, to find faith, it will change your eternity, and I'm so excited for you that you're considering finding faith today. Will you Find faith. Will you become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and lean in to a relationship with God? I promise you, you'll not regret it. And I promise you, it will help you with your tomorrow. So click on that link or just let us know that you've decided to become a follower of Jesus. Even in this moment, you can simply pray a prayer telling God that you know you're a sinner, you're sorry for your sin, and that you believe he sent Jesus to die on the cross who rose again from the dead for you and accept the free gift of salvation. I'm excited for you to find faith today. Maybe you're out there today and you just need to deepen your faith. You know, faith has been something that, that has been an afterthought. Faith has been something that's, that's come around only every now and then. Maybe faith shows up on holidays or just in hard times. 
You can deepen your faith and totally change your tomorrow by resolving in your heart to say, I'm going to lean in to my walk with God. Maybe you haven't been connected to a church and you found us online during this crisis. And maybe this is God saying to you, you need to be a part of my church. You need to lean into your relationship with church. Maybe you've been absent from time with God where you've been able to read the Bible, where you've been able to talk to him in prayer and hand over all of your concerns. The Bible says that if if you have stress, if you have concerns, if you have worries or anxieties and fears, and we all do, simply pray. And God, the God of the universe, gives you a peace that passes understanding. Maybe you need to lean into a relationship with others who have strong faith. Find people around you that will encourage you, like Daniel encouraged his friends. And maybe you need to be that friend. By deepening your faith, you can come alongside other people and help them through these uncertain times. What do you need to do to deepen your faith and your walk with God this week? Let's not even worry about later. This week, this day. How can you strengthen your walk with God? How can you deepen your faith? And then watch God take care of tomorrow. And maybe you're there, out there today, and you simply are are someone who needs to keep the faith. Maybe you're a business owner or or a parent. Maybe you're a student at school and you're just not sure what's going to happen with graduation and beyond. Will I be able to go to college next year? Maybe maybe your, your business is... You got big financial decisions that you have to make. And I do understand the pressures that we all have, the inability to plan for tomorrow. But can I encourage you just to keep the faith? Resolve in your heart to follow God, to do what's right today. Keep the faith and watch God take care of tomorrow. Honor Him in your business, honor Him in your home, honor Him in your marriages. Honor him in your parenting. Honor him in your online interactions. Honor him in your social media posts. Honor him in the way that you love your neighbors. Honor him in the words that you use and the way that you spend your time. Honor him with your generosity. Keep the faith and watch God take care of tomorrow. You know, when we have a deep faith in God, we have a deep peace and the ability to have joy that passes all understanding. And Daniel demonstrates this over and over and over and over again. So as you have taken time to join us today, I want to invite you back each and every Sunday as we travel through the book of Daniel. Join us on Wednesday nights at 7.30 online as we dig a little deeper and invite others to lean into their faith during uncertain times. I want to close with this story, and hopefully it'll encourage you this week. I have a friend named Tyler, and Tyler was telling us about the time before all this hit that he was down in Florida, and he decided that he was going to go for a swim with his friend named Joel. And so Tyler and Joel get in the water, and they start to swim out to a buoy, and quickly the water gets deeper, and so they're they're swimming, and, and they're not touching the bottom, and they're getting out to the buoy. Now, something you need to know about Tyler is he's more of a sinker and less of a swimmer. So Tyler, in this swim, started to struggle. He started to find that he was getting tired and he got separated from his friend Joel. And he he said, you know what, I better turn around. I better start back in. I'm I'm not going to make it to the buoy. And 
By the time he turned around, he realized that he had got caught in a current, and the current was taking him parallel to the beach. It was sweeping him away from his friend and away from his buoy. And Tyler began to struggle, and, and you know his face would go under, and he'd come back up, and he was trying to swim. And Remember, he's a sinker, so this is hard for him. He starts to yell to his friend Joel, 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 I need help. And Joel's waving from the buoy like, Tyler, yeah, you're having a good time. You're having fun. And Tyler's starting to panic. Tyler's starting to realize that he's in some, some significant trouble. All his friend is doing over there is waving. He's not coming to help. Nobody knows that he feels like at any moment he could go under the water and never bring his head up again. Tyler sees that the current's taking him farther and farther away from his friend, and he's beginning to get scared. He's beginning to get concerned. What's going to happen? How am I going to get help? Is this the end? In the midst of his struggle, Tyler used up all of his energy. He used up all of his effort. And he went from a spirit of fear to a spirit of acceptance. Tyler was trying to float on his back as he tells the story, just trying to keep his head above water. And he realized that at any moment he was going to go back under and that he had no more strength to bring himself back up. He thought, the next time I go under, this is it. This is how I'm going to die. And he actually thought to himself, there's worse ways to die. I've lived a good life. He was ready and prepared to see his maker. With one last ditch effort, he yelled to his friend. I'm, Joel, I need help to get a lifeguard. And he heard his friend say, Tyler, put your feet down. Tyler thought to himself, no, it couldn't be that easy. He said, you know what? I'm going under anyway. I might as well try to touch the bottom. And Tyler decided to go from floating on his back, barely keeping his face above water, to putting his feet down. And what he found out was that he could touch. He could touch. His feet touched the bottom. And he was standing on the sand. So Tyler took all of his energy and he walked from out in the ocean back to the beach and laid on the ground. You see, what Tyler didn't realize during his struggle was that he had safety available to him the entire time. Yet he was trying in his own power, in his own strength to stay afloat. In the turmoil and in the chaos, in the current of life, we do the same thing. We kick and we scream and we yell, I'm in trouble, this is hard, I'm not going to make it. We might even get to the point where we accept our fate. We say, this is it, I've had a pretty good life, I'm, I'm done. But the whole time, God's saying, I've got you. I've got protection for you. I can rescue you. I can take care of you tomorrow. Just trust me and put your feet down. Put your feet down into a relationship with God. Put it, your feet down and deepen your faith and walk with God. And he will take care of your tomorrow. You know, I want to encourage you in these uncertain times to not fight alone, but to deepen your faith with God and watch God take care of tomorrow. This week, will you resolve in your heart to do what's right today and then watch God take care of tomorrow. Let me pray with us. God, Heavenly Father, as we go through this series, we pray to God that you would use it in our lives. 
God, that you would encourage us each and every week during these uncertain times to deepen our faith with you. God, for those that are out there that have not yet found faith, would you, God, lead them into a relationship? And for those that need to deepen their faith, God, I pray that this week, that this day, they would lean into prayer, lean into church, lean into your word, and to walk with you, and to make choices that would strengthen their marriage, that would strengthen their families, their homes, their businesses. And God, for those that need to keep the faith, that are anxious about tomorrow, God, give them strength. Give them them the ability to see clearly what you have for them today and watch you clearly take care of tomorrow. We trust you, Lord. We trust you through these hard times and we resolve in our hearts, God, to follow you and to do what's right today so that you will take care of tomorrow. In your precious holy name we pray, amen. We'd love to have you guys join us again next week as we dive into part two of our Daniel series, Faith in Uncertain Times. We'll see you next week.